Well, welcome, welcome to another episode of Hoosier Nerds Podcast. I was waiting for it to start. It was like taking a second, um, and then you started making noises, and I panicked. Um, it's just it's 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 another Chris special. It's a Chris uh, Mikey. Special. It's a it's it's not a Christmas special. It's a Chris special. I don't know. I don't know if that's any better. It's probably no, worse, actually. No, no Christmas till after Thanksgiving. That's my rule. Yes. As much as as much as I might be in like the Christmas spirit right now, no Christmas. Yeah, like I won't even. I haven't even watched the new Home Alone movie yet because it's not Christmas time yet. I haven't even. I want to start the new Santa Claus. They made a Santa Claus series off of the Santa Claus movies. Oh, on Disney. Yeah, and I want to watch yeah. them. It's got Peyton Manning in them. But not till Christmas time. Yeah, not till Christmas time, which starts on Friday. Right. That's what I figured. Yeah, I'll start on Friday. Yeah, I I, I agree. So, God, I'm sicker and shit. I can tell. You damn sound angst. like you're sick. You damn got crud that's going around. It's a damn angsty teens at that concert tonight. You want to hear about my concert? Sure. Yeah, Kimberly's getting over the flu or something, <clears> but you the Dude, teacher, there are so. so many people sick, and it's all the same stuff. It's all sinusy and congestion. and oh, He's got the coof. Coughing and... All this shit. Josie's sick too, so I figure we figure we got it at the concert because we're both I sick. Mean. So we go to this concert. So this is Josie's favorite band in the whole wide world, which is The Garden. Which I don't know how these people find these bands, but um, it's at this little club in Chicago called the Metro. It's a block from Wrigley Field, really, literally a block from. Like we parked on a corner. And if we would have went the other, I think it was on Clark Street. If we would have went the other direction, we were on the backside of Wrigley Field. Really? Yeah, that's how close it was to Wrigley Field. So she wanted to get up as close to the stage as possible. So we got there two and a half hours before the doors opened and froze our asses off because like wind chill was like 11. So we did a coat check. They had a coat check, luckily. So we did a coat check and we got in there. What's coat? Like you turn in your coat, or you turn your like coats a- in. Yeah, yeah, you turn your coats in. It was it was it was eight dollars for coat check. And it's that's not, tiny- honestly, that's not bad. No, I didn't think it was bad either, especially for Chicago because parking was thirty. So, um, so we we get in line. That's where we had cane, uh, raising canes. Raising canes was right down the street on the corner. They're building so one I- in Kokomo. I can't wait. I'm so excited. That's right there where chicken. they said Chick Fil A was going, but. Now we, I'm a, I'll, I'll take raisin canes. I think the chicken sandwiches I, are better. I think I had raisin canes out in Colorado, and it was balls. It was amazing. Yeah, Josie said. I, Josie had the chicken strips. She said they were fantastic. Yeah. So, so we go in this club, holds eleven hundred people. And really? Yeah, it's not very big, and we're right up near. That's the a stage. lot of people to me, but. Well, it's not that. Well, it's small for a concert venue. So we are second in line. Like there's just like the stage, then people, then us, right? And I just wanted to make sure she had a good time. I think, you know, it's, I like live music and they were good, but I'm there to make sure she has fun without getting beat up, you know? Yeah. The pushing I can take, you know how, because people are dancing and jumping up and down Mm -hmm. and going crazy. But to fight people off from trying to cut in front of you, I got the hell beat out of me. These little skinny ass bitches trying to cut in front of you, 
like like it's like it's like fighting underneath the 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 goal for it's like fighting Shaq for for a rebound. That's it how sounds bad it like was. you jumped in like the mosh pit. No, there was really well. That's that was more in the center than anything. We were on the side. I have never. I've been to a few shows like this. And I've never experienced people trying to get ahead of me before, where I've had to fight people off from getting in front of me. Like I said, the the getting pushed. I mean, they're dancing, they're jumping, they're having a good time. That goes with it. You kind of go with the flow with the pushing, right? Yeah. But to get to get pushed and shoved and elbowed. What and, kind of band is this? I'm guessing metal or grunge or something. It's like a metal, electronica emo kind of band. It's two guys. So the Garden is they're twin brothers, Wyatt and Fletcher. Fletcher plays the drums. Wyatt plays the guitar. And, and I'm guessing this singer. is some sort of new age. Email. It is. It, well, the Don't one see. guy before it. Holy crap! It was all like, <laughs> they're good. The the garden, they're good. They are. I wish I could have enjoyed the show more instead of worrying about people trying to cut in front of us. But Josie'd have been in the back of the venue by the time the push and shove would have started to fight a lefter there by herself. <laughs> Cause that's how bad it was. And I mean, they just try to get in front of you. Like, where are you going to go? Like I'm here, I'm not moving. So we battled that for a while. And then there was these two long ass lines. One was for the coat check. One was for, uh, merchandise. And of course she wants merchandise. So well, she I better made her by herself. She did. Well, I got in line for the codes. She got in line for the merchandise, and then they made me stand outside 45 minutes wait for her to get through the merchandise line. They made but, you wait outside? Uh, yeah, I couldn't stay inside. I guess, because, you know, it's a limited amount of people. So. Right. And it's a, it's a small... But she had a good time. That's all that mattered. You know, that's her favorite band. That's all I cared about, you know? Yeah. I'm on, I was there to make sure she had fun, so I got the hell beat out of me, and she's like, maybe we should, like... Not be so close to the stage next time. I'm like, let me take the balcony because they had a balcony up there. That was looking pretty good from after a while. And I didn't even dare to leave or try to get water or nothing. Like the bouncers have bottles of water and they're pouring water in people's mouths at the front of the stage. That's how, that's how crazy. Yeah. So, and I mean, she's a trooper. She stayed up. We didn't get home till 3.30. She did not fall asleep on the way home, so. But we had a really good time. She loved it, but she had a better time than I did. I got beat up. Like, I was sore. (laughs) My legs were sore from fighting people. My back was sore. Arms were sore. But, um, yeah, that's a a whole new experience I don't really wish to experience again. (laughs) I don't blame you. We're too old for that, Chris. Well, like I said, if it, I, I can handle standing and watching a band, but to have to fight these stupid ass kids from trying to cut in front of me, I just don't want to deal with it. I, I really don't. Next time we go, I'll just stand in the balcony. If she wants to fight, as she can. <laughs> That's the way I feel. But yeah, if I'm too old. If she wants to, be... to get in a fist fight, she's more than welcome. Oh, yeah, and this 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 whiny ass kid's like. <laughs> Why are you pushing me? I'm like, I'm not pushing you, but I'm I'm not moving. I said, see her. I said, I'm here to make sure she has a good time. And I said, I'm here to protect her. That is my job. That's my, well. And like, he's like John with me. And I'm like, dude, it's the same for everybody. It's not just you. 
Well, I'm wide bodied. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. I said, but it's the same for everybody. Finally, the bouncer's like, what's the problem? He's like, I can't breathe. All this. He's like, listen, people are going to shove. People are going to move around. He's like, if you can't handle it, get out. That's exactly what he told the kid. <laughs> he was just trying to get in front of us, which is what he was trying yeah. to do, and he was losing because I was fighting back. I was pushing back. But God, what a Imagine night. if, you know, I was there, you know. Yeah. Well, and Josie, she's short anyway, right? Well, she's got the low center of gravity. Yeah, but I didn't want people to get in front of her and she couldn't see. Mm -hmm. So we had this like core group of people around us, the people in front of us next to Josie. And we all kind of stayed together and kind of fought people off from trying to get in front of us. But um, you kind of like have to make friends in the pit, but. That wasn't even the mosh pit. That was just to stand and watch the show. The mosh pit was going on in the center. People were body surfing, which is cool, but I wish I would have known ahead of time that they were surfing instead of just landing on your head. Well, but, you, don't you see them coming your way, like going to jump and, you know, no, hey, because they were coming from behind us. Oh. And then, then the bouncer's like, we don't want them. Go back. So we got to push them back. <laughs> and then you try it like it was a girl. And I'm like, I don't want to be grabbing her butt you know yeah you'll be a creeper if you do that i'm trying not to cop a feel or anything she's got a hold of my arm because i know she doesn't want to hit the ground so she's grabbed a hold of my arm and i felt bad i felt bad i just i kept pushing into josie i kept grabbing josie making sure to make she's like it was just it was i've been i was groped pushed you got groped nice i got yeah it was crazy on purpose, or it's probably on accident, you know. No, it was all on accident. You know, it's it's you don't know what to do with your hands, and you know it just happens. And let me put it on the butt of this old guy in front of me. So, um, you just you got to be, you know. I was just there to make sure she had fun. That's all I cared about was she had fun. So. Yeah. So that's um. Oh, how how long of a drive was it to get there? I know Chicago's like, what, an hour and a half, two hours? <clears throat> no, it was about, well, it's up by Wrigley, so it was about three hours there. Oh, okay. We ran into a little bit of traffic getting there because they took us around the west side of, any, of Chicago instead of taking us down Lakeshore. Yeah. But when we left, my routing had us coming down Lakeshore Drive. So we came down Lakeshore. It was probably kind of backed up you know to begin with so it was like we're taking you this way yeah and well that's what i figured and it was it was in the middle of the afternoon which i'm sure there's always traffic in chicago but when <gasps> we came home i took a highway over to 31 and came down that way because when we came oh you went we over went, to like loft or uh, south Bend and down uh more towards warsaw i think it was south of south bend uh, it's all the same up there. Yeah, maybe. but it's all the same because when we went over there, they took us down 18, and I'm like, 18 to 65? Yeah. I did not want to take 18 at night because of the deer. Yeah, I mean, any road on at night. Right. Well, I figured 31, they kind of know to avoid that area a little at bit. At least more the older ones. 18. Yeah. But I just think 18 would be more of a deer-infested area than yeah, you're 31. Yeah, you're probably not wrong on that. <clears throat> so it took us a little longer, about, probably about a half hour longer to get home to normal. But we had a good time. But no more concerts. For, we're all of, we're concerted out. I think we have nothing left. Unless we go what? see uh, 
We might go see Paramore next year. That's in June. So. Well, but that's at uh, that's at uh, where the Pacers play. Raw or oh, not Raw Club? It's not even Banker's Life anymore. No, it is. A, it's Gamebridge Fieldhouse. I don't even know who that is. Gamebridge or uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's like an investment company. I think. I don't know. It's don't you know, know. it's Gamebridge now. Gamebridge Fieldhouse is what it is. So they're playing. Paramore's playing there in June. We might go there. Um. That's all I got planned. So that one about warmed me out. <laughs> I mean, I don't doubt it. Jeez. Um, so. do you want to do? Now let me. We'll we'll go to your get to your segment. We're gonna at least introduce Chris's segment this time, but um, we can't really do mine without the other guys here, or at least Mikey. Right. That's fine. Um, but let me let me talk. So I haven't really watched anything this week. Um, I finished up a great British baking show. The finale was Friday and who won was kind of who I expected. It was the girl. Um, nobody here cares about that show. So I'm not even going to talk <laughs> about it. Um, it's I've gotten into baking shows just because they're fun to watch. Um, I like the food truck baking show. I like guys grocery games. Um then I just watched Million Ways to Die in the West, which is an underrated movie. I just watched that a couple of weeks ago, and actually, there's an unrated version I need want to watch. But I like all like the uh, the uh, uh, the cameos and stuff. Uh, Lee, not Lee Neeson. That's no. a funny movie. Yeah, they have Doc Brown. They have um, oh my god, I can't think of his name. Ewan McGregor's in it. Uh, the guy who plays Deadpool, I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Oh, Ryan Reynolds is Ryan in it. Ryan Reynolds is in it. Yeah. At oh, the Django's end, you got, in it, too. Yeah, James, Django James at Fox. the end. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very underrated movie. It's got, The middle's a little slow, but that's okay. Every movie's got a little slow in middle part. But That's a funny movie. Yeah. And I remember when it came out, my friends hated it, and I was dying laughing in it. Like, Neil Patrick Harris shitting in the hat. Dude, yeah. I know that was freaking hysterical, man. We watched so, that. Well, I actually went to the movie to see that. I did too. Yeah, that was I wasn't disappointed. Trailer. I came out in fourteen or fifteen, I think. I, I saw it when I played it. It was when it, the year it came out. I think it was fourteen or fifteen. It had to be fourteen, I think. Oh, um, I was still in Florida. So there you go, fourteen. Um, That's a funny ass movie. No, but. For those who care, I got a new job. I am going to be working from home now. I finished up my two weeks, and I don't, I don't know if we'll, we'll find out if I like it. It's one of those things where I didn't know I was going to like driving until I started driving. So I don't know if I'm going to like working from home until I do it. I might hate it, but you know what? I got to figure it out myself. I watched Andy Griffith South Park and JFK today. Jeez. <laughs> you, you, I mean, don't, you don't do anything it's on in the background it's you know if i take a call i've seen them all i always watch something that i've seen like a lot yesterday i watched yeah. risky business because well, i have know, it, it, i can look away from it and do work when i'm when it's busy and then i have I my go back to it. office desk sitting right next to my gaming pc so i'm not gonna do any gaming yeah I'm gonna, I, i've told myself i'm not gonna game while i'm working 
Um, but I might have like, you know, a live stream up or something. I might have like something playing, you know, just so I can sit there and like look at it while I'm doing whatever in between. Well, like stuff. I'm busy. Well, when you're busy, like I'm busy. The busiest is on Mondays. We're slow this week. I think it's because holiday. Um, but on Mondays, a lot of times I'll play like my satellite. I'll play Sirius app or Spotify and I'll play music just to have in the background just so it's not dead quiet. Yeah. But um, uh, like but today, no, I watched a lot of that stuff. All I've done is, is play video. All I've been doing is playing the new Call of Duty. I, I can't lie. This new Call, I haven't played Call of Duty. I haven't owned a Call of Duty since World War II. When did that game come out? I've only played that game for a few months because it was so bad. I enjoyed World War II. Call, you did. You served World War II. Yeah. It came out in 2017. Yeah. Um, I like I, that game. The the last good COD was Black Ops Two, in my opinion, which came out in one. Black Ops Two came out in 2012, and that was the last good Call of Duty, in my opinion, was 2012. I didn't. I haven't. You know, I heard the last the game that came out three years ago, Modern Warfare, was really good, but I I wasn't interested in it. I was. I don't know. I just wasn't interested in it. But I decided to get this game because all my other friends were. And I have not been disappointed. I just, This is some of the most fun I've had in a COD in a long time. The are game you is... On, are you playing on the PC? Or? Yeah, it's, it's cross-play. So I'm playing on PC, but okay. my I have a friend that plays on Xbox that we play with. Um, and I'm playing against people on PC, Xbox, PlayStation. Uh-huh. Um, but it's... There's every game has its issues, you know. I can't I can't say it's not balanced or <laughs> whatever, but it's you know when I haven't had this game in a while. I haven't had a game like this in a while where I just play it and I lose track of time. You know, some games I'm sitting there like, uh, it's you know, it's only I've only been playing for an hour and I'm bored already, or right. you know, but this game I was playing it the other day and all of a sudden I looked at the time and it's been like four hours and I was like, what the heck. Oh, I like games like that. Um, but they just released two new or a couple new modes. They added the Warzone mode, which if you know what that is, it's or if you don't know what that is, it's a battle royale mode. It's like a hundred people get dropped into a map, and just you know whoever survives. Just Do you survives. have to pay for those modes? Warzone and DMZ is free. Okay. Um, DMZ is kind of a survival game. If you've ever played Tarkov or The Hunt Showdown. The Hunt Showdown is basically a copy of this game, or this game's almost copied the Hunt Showdown. Um, and basically, you go in and you take you, whatever you take in, you lose. If you die, you lose it. Um, but you take it in, and you you got to do missions and fight people, and you know it's it's not about like just killing the most people you can. It's about doing the missions or your quests that you went in there to do. Um, so right now. There's there's a new gun they released, and the only way to get it is in this mode. And I've been okay. trying for like the past two days to get this gun. And the way you get it is always it's so far away from me sometimes. Or when I get there, there's so many other people fighting for it that I don't get it. Oh, I see what you're saying. And if you don't get to the helicopter and extract, you don't get you don't keep anything you uh you you fought and won, you know, killed for. <laughs> Um, it's it's fun. Um, DMZ has really brought new life into the game. It's granted it, it's only, it's in early it's in its early stages. They don't really have much in it right now. 
But if they keep updating it, it's going to be fun. I think. What, 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 like, is it modern? Is it? It's modern. It's, um, Call of Duty learned that futuristic doesn't work anymore. Um, the exoskeletons and super suits and, you know, all that stuff. So where really... do you fight? Where, where, where are you fighting? You're in a fictional country called Almazra. Um, oh. the terrorists of Almazra in the, in the single player. Okay. So you're Al-Mazra, fighting terrorists. You're fighting terrorists and drug cartels. Oh, that's cool. Um, the drug cartels are trying to get help the terrorists get into the country in the single player to like set off bombs and stuff. Because one, the terrorists are paying them a lot of money, and two, they think you know people are going to turn to drugs to, uh, you know, a destabilized country. It's easier to get drugs in, right. and people are going to be doing more drugs, so it's a win-win for them. Aha! Uh-huh. So it's it's fun, you know. You're fighting terrorists, and you're fighting drug cartels. What's better than that? It's true. That sounds fun. It the single player is, is worth it. Don't buy it yet, Chris, because this is one of the first games I've done it. Gaming, new games are going up to $70 on release. Yeah, I'll wait a year or two, like I did with Red Dead Revolver or whatever it was. Um, Red Dead Redemption or whatever. Yeah. I'll buy it next year, and it'll be $25 on Black Exactly. Friday. Exactly. You'll buy it that's, next yeah. year, $25, probably 20 bucks, maybe maybe 10 You never know. Yeah, that's um, what I'll do. But gaming games are going up to $70 on release. For multiple other reasons, you know, inflation. This it had been known for a while they're going to go up to seventy bucks. Like gaming companies ah, been saying right. it for like the last couple of years. But you know, inflation, um, the cost of paying, you know, people, you know, running a business. You know, I don't blame them. But you know, at the same <laughs> time, this game. Hold on, I want to see how many copies this game has sold. How many copies? Yeah, but how much is downloaded versus how many hard copies? I've well, they don't do hard copies anymore. You, you get a hard copy, but all it is is a download code. Is a download? Yeah, exactly. In the so he, they haven't. There's not much out right now, but in the first three days, they sold eight hundred million dollars. Jeez, that's more than a movie. Yeah. So this game has definitely made its money. Oh, they've made their money back because they're really, think about it. They're not, a lot of people buy it mm-hmm. online. So they download it that way, I suppose. So they're not producing as many games, hard hard copies. As, as no, they're, they're making money left and right because they don't have to pay the factories to make the copies. That's right. So in, a, in a reality... In reality, prices should not have gone up because everything's digital now. Yeah. So the the money that would have went towards you know packaging, production, shipping could have been put towards you know feeding the broke dev- or, uh, coder. You know what a lot of co- big companies do, and the game the company that makes is Call of Duty is notorious for it. Is they'll make when the game's getting ready to be produced. They do a big hiring push, hire, you know, a thousand people. Right. Then right when the game's released, they lay off like 75% of them. Jeez. That's, that's the gaming industry though, because why do you need, why well, do you it's need probably a like a movie? Production? 
Yeah. You know, you, you only work if you're, you know, if you work in the movie industry, you're only going to work project to project. You're not going to work straight up every day. Yeah, you, They don't need a thousand coders or, you know, production people when the game's, you know, re- released. They need a few people to make updates, a few people to, you know, make expansions and that's it. An expansion yeah, doesn't take, <clears throat> you know. Yeah, but you know what? Those guys are probably subcontracted. They know who's good. And they just bring them back in for the next game. Those people aren't hurting. Yeah. No, but I, you know the, the the it's they they programmers and people that work in the video game industry do need to be paid more, um, because all the big production companies are in like L.A. or San Francisco or Vancouver. You know these expensive cities, and these people can't afford it. Silicon Valley. They come out of Silicon Valley. Yeah. Do they really? So, yeah. There's all. I think act. Uh, let me home. Let me see. Activision offices are Santa Monica, California. Other headquarters. Yeah, everything's in California. Probably that yeah. whole area. Yeah. So you know, I do think that coders need to be paid more. But like you said, the money that they put towards production and shipping and everything could have been flopped over to this. Anyways, that's what I've been doing. I've been I've been gaming. I've been watching just I think just random stuff. I did watch this documentary on Netflix about uh, it's called Pepsi Where's My Jet. I saw that. I, I remember <clears throat> hearing about this. I remember this. I remember the commercial after watching it. So Pepsi was huge in the 90s. It was a big cola war between Coke and Pepsi that started in the 80s, really. And Pepsi upped a game. I mean, Pepsi really started it because they signed Michael Jackson in the 80s. And they had Cindy Crawford. They had all these famous people, right? So, um, so in 1995, they had uh, this giveaway, right? So Pepsi had an ad campaign where you get Pepsi points. You can turn your Pepsi points in for, uh, like, leather jackets, sunglasses, um, T-shirts, stuff like that, right? Yeah. And the, the commercial says that. And then if you see this kid and he lands a Harrier jet at school and it says uh, Harrier jet, seven million Pepsi points. So this 20 year old guy named John Leonard says, I want the Harrier jet. What do I need to do to get 70 million, seven million Pepsi points? Well, he figured out how much Pepsi he would have to drink and all this stuff, and it was it was crazy. So he got an investor involved, and the guy's like, "Now he's like, I don't want to spend um seventy million, or or uh, I don't I don't want to spend seven million dollars or seventy million dollars or something like that for for or whatever." So. Um, but what if, what he found out, he read the catalog. Pepsi had these catalogs with all the merchandise in it, you know? Yeah. And it said at the back of the thing that Pepsi points can be purchased for $0.10 cents a point. So 7 million Pepsi points is $700,000. And a Harrier is $32, 36000000 million plane. So... <laughs> He goes to Young America in the Midwest, it's, and that's where all the contest viewers drops a check off for seven hundred thousand dollars for this jet because he wants the jet. 
and um, Pepsi sent the check back to him with coupons for two free cases of Pepsi. Two free cases. Yeah, and they sent the check back. So he tried to sue them, right? Meanwhile, they changed it. In the commercial, they changed it to 700 million points with just kidding in parentheses, right? Which admits they messed up. That's guilt. Yeah. And they so first Pepsi tried to sue them back, countersue. Then they tried to pay him off. Then Michael Avenetti gets involved. Who's that? Who, my, he was the guy who uh, was trying to. Uh, he just went to. He's under house arrest. He's he's this highfalutin lawyer. He's the one that had Stormy Daniels, and he was trying to sue Trump. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Michael Levin. He got involved. I forgot about the whole Stormy Daniels thing and Trump. Well, Pepsi had a lot of issues before. They've had fraud in the Philippines. So they had this deal where if the if your number matched a bottle cap, the number on your bottle cap, you won a million pesos, which in the Philippines is a lot of money. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out, there were they there was more than one bottle cap with that number so you would have to split it with everybody and i mean they all these people were drinking pepsi they were foregoing food for their family and all this stuff to get pepsi because if they drank pepsi and got the point got the number they win a million pesos and they're set so they had all kinds of problems. In fact, there was a, a Pepsi factory was firebombed, killed three workers. It was said that Pepsi firebombed the factory themselves to try and make the people of the Philippines look bad. But then they came uh, and to sway public opinion. But they later said it was a rival bottler that that factory that firebombed the factory. So uh huh, sure. Pep- Pepsi is not immune to fraud. Um, so, come to find. Uh, so, this all started in 1995. By 1999, the federal judge used ruled against it. You can they could not have the plane basically. <laughs> but in law classes, they use this case in contract law. <laughs> in contract law classes, they use the Pepsi case. But. Here's the crazy thing. So they they talked to this guy that worked as an ad executive for Pepsi, right? Yeah. The original commercial, they said that they 700 million Pepsi points will get you a Harrier jet. And Pepsi said, I can't read it. There's too many zeros. Make it 7 million. So if Pepsi would have just listened to the ad executives, they never would have had an issue come up about this at all. Wow. So it's a pretty interesting uh, documentary. It's something like, it's like two hours long. It's like four episodes. What is, Juan, what is your, uh, your, what is your, uh, your segment going to be called again? Um, shit, Chris walk. <laughs> what shit, Chris watch. Yeah. We can call it that. Yeah. Shit, Chris watch. That's basically what it is. What I call it. Did I call it? What is it? Bottom. Bottom bin, or no, not Buster. That was it. Yeah, yeah, not Buster because it wasn't a blockbuster. Not Buster movie segment. This is the not Buster movie segment. Oh, that that Pepsi documentary is on Netflix if you want to check it out. So, yes, it's called the not Buster. Welcome to my segment. I wish I had a theme song. 
need to get a theme song. It's called it's called the Not Buster well, Movie segment. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. This is, and we'll tell them if you want a theme song, you got to get yourself and send it to me because I've never edited in audio, <laughs> and I need to learn. Oh, how to I'll do find it. something and I'll play in the background. This is okay. low budget. We well, ain't we ain't yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't get paid for this. <laughs> we don't get paid for this either. So the Not Buster this week I watched because I remember a few weeks ago I watched a movie called Top Gunner, right? Yeah. This time I watched Top Gunner Danger Zone. Oh, you watched the sequel? Well, okay, you would think it's a sequel, but there is nobody from the original movie in this movie. What? But it's called Top Gunner Danger Zone. Oh, can I can I say something really quick? Sure. Um December twenty second to Paramount Plus. Maverick is uh, coming out. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. This has nothing to do with Top Gunner Danger Zone. So the movie starts out and there's a dog fight. And, and you can't figure out why there's a dog fight, right? But then they go from there and they cut straight from a, a dog fight with these CGI jets straight to New York City. Right. And, the F, the F, yeah, and the FBI is going after these terrorists. So this terrorist gets shot and they're like, uh, they see all this like bomb making material and they're like, what are you going to bomb? Come on, tell us what you're going to bomb. And of course the terrorist ain't going to tell anybody anything. Right. But amongst the, the bomb making material, they find an altimeter. Right. So the altimeter, they've somehow figured this out, leads them to, they're going to bomb an airplane. Okay. <laughs> So, okay. <laughs> so what do they get hold of? So they figure out that they're going to bomb an airplane that's taking off from JFK. How, How they, they figure figured out, out it's okay. I have no idea. There was no way. What about LaGuardia? I mean, there's two major airports. Plus there's Newark, right? Has an airplane uh, airport too, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. New Jersey. So they just straight up. It's JFK. Okay. So how we, how they know it was JFK and not LaGuardia. That doesn't even explain it. And so there's an army ranger on the plane and people are acting funny. So, of course, the uh, the air marshal gets involved, you know. Oh, yeah, the air marshal. There's always an air marshal. Right. So which is Michael Perret? Now, Mom, Michael Perret is a, he's he's been in a few things. He was thinking he was in um, a TV show called Wise Guys. He was in Eddie and the Cruisers, which is a great movie from the That's 80s. Who he is. So he's not a bad actor, right? It is like he's reading off a teleprompter. Like, like. So he's just is, there for the paycheck. Yes, exactly. And I'm going to read this exactly how he said it. And I am not exaggerating. You ready for this? Yeah. It is my duty to protect everyone. But everyone is a suspect, especially someone who is willing to help without being asked and has demonstrated an awareness of internal airline protocols in situations such as this. Because there's an army ranger on board, so he suspects the army ranger of being a terrorist. Then he says, your experience and expertise in this type of situation would help a lot right now. Like, that's how he says it. I'm like, dude, did he forget how to act? Line. Right? So, so they steal a deal from speed, right? If the plane gets above 1,300 feet, the bomb will explode. Above 1,300 feet. Yes. So they've snuck this pl- this bomb onto an airplane at JFK. Okay. Well, just fly it out the ocean. Stay low. 
So meanwhile, while all this is going on, um, there's a storm. There's a big storm coming. Of course, there's a big storm coming, right? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. A reason uh, they would have to fly higher. Yeah, well, they they've got they've got to beat that. So, um, so they have to keep the plane below thirteen hundred feet. So. Uh, the FBI guy, he's trying to call into the uh, air traffic controller, and he says, we have a code yellow. They never explain what a code yellow is. Um, and let me tell you, this is the biggest, roomiest freaking airplane I've ever seen in my life. Because the guy goes to return to Are his... an A380? <laughs> I don't know. It's a commercial jet. It's flying to... It's flying south. Wait, what does this have to do with the dogfight? Okay, hold on a second. So... So the plane is so big, like the guy, he goes, like he sits by the window. He's got a window seat. The other people don't even have to get out of their seats. He can just walk right in front of them and sit down. That's how big that plane is. So they figured out just by watching security video from the airport that the FBI has figured out they've hacked into the security to get the bomb through TSA. They used military-grade AI to sneak this through. So... And so it's in the luggage underneath the plane, right, where the luggage is stored. So they have to be careful because turbulence can set off the IED. So they have to be careful. But the storm's coming, and they have to fly low, okay? Um, so basically, they got to search the whole plane and, and everybody's luggage to see where the bombs are because there's more than one bomb on the plane in the luggage. So the air, the farming the former army guy and the air marshal go down to where the luggage is, and um, they found a suitcase. This is how they found the original bomb. They found a suitcase with no tag on it, saying it went through security. Now they don't mention any type of terrorists working at the airport, like that are inside guys at all. So yeah. how they got this into the belly of the plane is a mystery. Everything's a mystery. They can't land the plane because they've rigged the landing gear with the bomb, <laughs> right? So um, the air marshal gets blown up. He gets blown up because the turbulence sets a bomb off, but he's smart enough to cover himself over the bomb. But it does no damage whatsoever to the airplane. So nothing below the airplane gets... No. and, and the, the nothing Army below guy, the bomb gets... Gets blown up, and the army guy in the belly of the plane, he doesn't get hurt either. But the army guy does defuse the bomb because that's what he's known how to do. In and um, um, the, oh, that's what that's what they say that they say the terrorists are using the uh, the the safety procedures against them, and that's how they were able to get bombs on the plane. Um, they use acetone, which is volatile. It will activate the bomb if they land because of the bumpy landing and the incoming storm. Okay. So the army guy figures he's just going to drop the bomb into the water. So that's how he's going to get rid of all the bombs. Meanwhile, the plane is escorted by fighter jets. Where these fighter jets came from, I don't have any idea. But this unidentified flying uh, air uh, jet comes in and starts dogfighting with the other jets. Again, Terrorists have hijacked using AI, military grade AI. Oh, because okay. AI just you know makes sense for everything. Right. And forget about the mountains that surround New York and Brooklyn and all Wait, the other mountains. 
yeah, there's mountains. You can see mountains in the background, right? <coughs> what? Yeah. So we don't know where the planes come from. Why no, Why there isn't other planes up there shooting down? There's one pilot. There were two, and one of them got shot down by the by the AI plane. Okay. Are you following this, Chris? Wait, is AI flying the enemy planes? Yes, yes. The AI is flying the enemy planes. <laughs> oh my goodness, what a what a roller coaster. So one of the pilots has to sacrifice himself because a plane, one of the AI planes is flying towards the commercial jet. So he sacrifices himself, which leaves one woman. But there's more MiGs coming. So the co-pilot of the jet, of the of the commercial jet says that there's not a problem. She's going to outmaneuver the fighter plane <laughs> with a commercial jet. So the MiG starts shooting at the pilots, right? Starts shooting at the, the commercial plane, kills the pilot and the co-pilot. So it turns into airplane at this point. You've got the army guy and the stewardess left, right? So... This is after he's thrown the bomb out the plane. Um, the army guy, do you think he uses the radio to talk to the tower? No. He uses his cell phone. Okay. I I don't know how he's doing this, but okay. But anyway, they have someone in the tower, and this lady's like, increase your speed, increase your speed. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Then they figure out she's trying to crash the plane because she's in on it. So, um, the, the army guy and the stewardess land the plane safely. Nobody's hurt. They think it's this crazy guy. Cause this guy was like afraid to fly anyway. And they think there was this crazy guy on the plane who was the terrorist. He's not the terrorist. He was the person the terrorist was trying to blow up because he was going to expose the terrorism cell. And he was willing to take down the terrorist organization was willing to kill everybody just to kill this one guy. So, meanwhile, where's the storm? The storm never shows up. It's never produced. You see it on the radar, but it never affects the plane whatsoever. It never rains. It never lightnings. It never windy. Nothing. So this whole storm that was supposed to mess everything up never, never happened. And then at the end of the movie, there was a love connection between the army guy and the stewardess. Of course. And the, and the, the credits roll movie. You know, they, <laughs> sometimes the sequels just aren't aren't as good as the uh, original. <laughs> the original. This movie was all over the. I didn't, but I didn't feel like I wasted my time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it was so ridiculous. I mean, I expected it to be ridiculous, but not as all over the place. I was like, where's the storm? And I kept saying this through the whole movie. Where's the storm? They kept talking about this storm. Where's the storm? And the storm never, ever showed up. So, um, you gotta check it out. Top Gunner Danger Zone. Top Gunner. Well, I think yes. Top Gunner for the original is what I need to watch. Yes, that's the better of the two. And let me guess, you watched it on your uh, Fire Stick. I did watch them both on my. Well, Top Gun, Top Gunner is on like Tubi or something, and I watched oh, Top yeah. Gun. I watched Top Gunner Dogfight or uh, Danger Zone on my 
my fire stick my app so but i i can't wait i've got to dig out another horrible movie i'll just imdb some movie and whatever comes up that's how i found that don't fuck in the woods movie I mean, it's easy enough to find a bad movie. You can just load up Netflix, and there'd be 20 of them right there. On their well, screen. yeah, but I want it to be as crazy, and hopefully, I don't know if they can all be this ridiculous, but, you know, uh, we'll have to see. But that's my, my new segment called Not Buster, Top Gunner, Danger Zone. So there you go. The more you know. Yeah, but... Um, so I'll have to check out another movie sometime. Maybe I'll watch a find a cheesy Christmas movie or something. I'm sure there's some out there. There's so, plenty uh, of cheesy Christmas movies out there, and it doesn't even have to be Hallmark. That poor old Candace Cameron's getting put through the ringer. You hear that? What Candace? Candace Cameron. Candace Cameron Bure. She does all those Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, what'd she do? Well, first she moved her movies to her another network, which is her own network. And um, they asked her, like, how she was going to do it. And she said she was going to do her Christmas movies were going to have traditional traditional male-female characters falling in love. And there was never going to be any, basically no woke segments whatsoever. And everybody's all been out of shape about it because... um, she won't put anybody else, other type of people in her film except traditional uh, marriage people. <laughs> so she's in a lot of trouble. She's catching, she's catching a lot of crap. Who cares? You know, it's her. It, it's her. If you want, if you want something else, you can make it yourself. That's it, and that's what she exactly. That's what she, exactly what she said. And that was the point. Somebody wrote an article, and they're like, "Isn't that what you tell Christians? You know, well, if you don't want to, if you don't like it, don't watch the movie." Yeah, it's what they tell Christians all the time. If you don't yeah. like it, don't watch it. If so, you don't like it, you don't watch what, what she's putting out. Yeah, so she's getting a lot of crap because she wants to make a movie how she wants to make it. Shame on her. Make a movie however you want to make it. I don't care if you want to make it, you know, however you want to do it. I mean, if you want it full of kids, make it full of kids. You want it just 22-year-old girls, that's the, that's the stipulation. Every girl in the movie must be 22 years old. Make it. Who cares? It's, gotta have it's your diversity. movie. Do what you it's, want. It's your movie. Do what you want. That's right. So um, she's in hot water. The day Jason David Frank. We should talk about Jason David. Frank. Oh yeah, we we. It's sad because we were legit talking about him. Not even, not even last a week, week ago at this point. Yeah, right. Basically, yeah. Um, that story gets more and more disturbing as so, they so, release. So what what happened? <coughs> so he 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 basically took care of himself. Yeah, that's what I saw, but I don't know if there's more that's come out since. There's I a saw lot. That. So it has to do with his his ex-wife and uh, a former stepdaughter of his and an argument and they were arguing and I guess he had, they, they had stayed in a hotel, him and his ex-wife had stayed in a hotel, but in separate rooms, and they were arguing and arguing and arguing, and she was going to take him, to, they had to do with court proceedings and money, and uh, he wouldn't know he answer his phone, and uh, they called the hotel management, and they found him in the bathroom. Jeez. 
So apparently it hung himself. So it's just sad. Like I literally saw him a week ago last Saturday in Indianapolis. And and he did that because he loves it. He loved the fans. He loved the fans so much, and they would just line up at every Comic Con. Yeah, like, to meet him. Like I jokingly said, if you hadn't seen him, just wait for your local con. He'll be there. He'll be there. Yeah, and he just he loved being out with the fans. He loved interacting with the fans and you know making an impact with people. And it's it's a real shame. It really is. <laughs> And then also, Fanboy X-Boy will not be coming back to Indianapolis, I read. Why? Because logistically, it doesn't pay the bills. Oh. So well, they, in they a were, sense, I'm not surprised. They were a one and done. I know, but I'm not either. But I like the fact that it was in November and not like, you know, Comic-Con is always in like, now it's in May, right? Yeah. But then they put the pop... They put the PopCon in June. By the time PopCon comes around, I I still I'm still recovering the money from Exactly. PopCon. That's the problem. Like I wish they would put Indie PopCon put it in the fall. And I would probably yeah. go. You know. I don't know, maybe that's something like we the, should say to them. Like you know how they're always there promoting it. Like they always got their own stand, like, hey, come to PopCon. I'm like, well, I would if you, you know, had it a few months later because I ain't got the money, you know. From going to comic-con well that was the issue because mine was always comic-con 500 then indie popcorns in june you know yeah so you oh. ain't got the money but now and now in now comic-cons in may then it's may race and then i'm done basically so yeah i'll never i will never attend indie popcorn I, not unless they move it i've thought about going but it to mine the way I've always seen it is it's mostly, yeah, there's a lot of people there, but it's mostly just like, hey, if you want to go see a YouTuber or something. Yeah, well, they have good celebrities. I know a couple of years ago they had the guys from Revenge of the Nerd there. Yeah, Robert I mean, Carradine I'm not saying it's just, you know, them, but. They have good celebrity lineup. They really do. But, you know, like you said, it's a lot of YouTubers and cosplayers and you know people that i don't really yeah that's not my that's just not my thing right exactly and it's like 30 35 dollars ain't it to go in Mm, i think so i think if i remember right it is a little more expensive than comic-con but if that's the way it's gonna be i will go to that galaxy con in columbus next year oh my gosh just looking at the the guest list yeah it's, it's got to be a big go. con, so I I might want to I'll we'll have to keep that on the back burner for next year because it's in the fall. Yeah, Fan, fanboy expo ain't coming back. Sadly, that was a, it was a good con. I thought it they had some neat stuff there. It just wasn't very big, and I don't know how much it costs to take on cons, or I don't know how much the they celebrities charge. I'm sure they charge an appearance fee. Yeah, but it's probably not as much as they make from you know getting paid no i mean because well i mean minimum was 40 bucks i think that was the minimum yeah i know like deborah foreman was 40 bucks for a selfie or 40 bucks for an autograph and it was like 60 for both or something but then you know the other other people like the the um the transformer guys were 80 bucks 
Lee Majors was eighty bucks. Lindsey Wagner was sixty, I think. So, a lot of the wrestlers were forty bucks. So, I, I'm sure they get paid an appearance fee, and yeah, I don't know. If, I don't. Think I don't know the if the con gets. I don't know if the con gets a cut of their signatures or not. I remember, if I remember right, one of the Comic Con or at Comic Con, one of the panelists was talking. Um, they get a cut up to. I don't remember if it's a cut up to a certain point. You know, hey, you know, after a thousand dollars, it's all yours or something. Uh-huh. Or it was they get like ten percent of every, you know, of your you know everything. I can't remember which one it was. Really, it's, it's one of the two. And maybe maybe it depends on the the con itself. So maybe you know, Indie Comic Con is hey, you know, after a thousand dollars our way, it's all yours or something. And then maybe other ones are you know, hey, at the end of the day, we get ten percent of whatever you earned. Yeah, well, this one wasn't. It was probably it wasn't even. I'm trying to think of how to size it. Like, remember. Okay, so remember the room where the celebrities were, not this past Comic-Con, but the one before, that had Shatner? Yeah, the big one with the with the concessions in the middle. Is that what it was? It had yeah, some in the middle? They had, like, concessions in the middle, and then there was, like, a big empty room with all the people. Right, okay, so that... Mikey the, got the guy from Blue Mountain State's autograph. Right, that, that room, that's how big the con was. Maybe a little bit bigger. It wasn't very much bigger than that. How many was, people went to this con? I forget what it was busy. Name. Like I said, the Lee Majors line was busy. The Lindsey Wagner line was busy. The, the um, They had the guy from Dragon Ball Z. He was busy. Um, Jason Which David guy? Frank. Because they've all gotten... Uh, uh, not the main guy. That, not the main you know. guy. <laughs> no. Um... Uh, Jason David Frank had a line The Transformer guys had a line at the wazoo People were busy A lot of the celebrities were busy The wrestlers They were they were kind of hit and miss But it, it, you know It's all the voice actors well, Mostly the voice actors Anime act- is so big right now that voice actors are That's crazy Because that, like I said that girl that played Cindy In the Brady Bunch movie she does voice acting and I think people salt went to see her because she was a voice actress. Not because of the uh Not because of the movie. I would have went to see her for the movie. Hey, you probably been the only one. Probably. But um it seemed like because it was smaller, it seemed like those tables were a little busy, maybe. I don't know. Um but the I line think for Comic Con does it the right way usually. Really do. It's all completely separate. This was they had celebrities on both sides of the room, and then, then in the middle was the merchandise. That's how this was. That's all they had room for. But it was probably as big as, say, maybe Dunham's, a department store. That's what it reminded me of. Or whatever was in Dunham's before Dunham's. What was that, the department store there? Uh, or maybe- Macy's? Maybe the old Sears. Remember Sears? Remember how big yeah. Sears was? It's probably enough to fill that up. That's probably how big this was. That ain't bad. That tells you. No. But they're going to go, so they're going to Orlando, and I think another, like, Knoxville, I think, is the only ones. 
Because I guess it just started a few years ago, and then like uh, COVID hit them hard. So they just well, the problem. I hate to say it, but one of the problems I have anymore is just all the different cons. And like we were talking about, like there's PopCon and ComicCon, GalaxyCon, FanboyCon, whatever else con floats. Gen, vote, Gen Con. Gen Con's its own thing. <clears throat> but yeah, Gen Con's crazy. That Gen place, Con's I, one of the biggest conventions in the world. It's it's legit. Gen Con's so big now that it takes up the convention centers of almost all the downtown hotels. Um, all of the convention center and Lucas Oil now. Yeah, I that's that's out. That's amazing. All for board games. Yeah, but they do costumes and everything, and they do skits and. Well, yeah, there's there's everything there. It's more than just board games now. It's, right. They got video games. They got D and D. They got you know, a lot of stuff now. But I wish. What I do wish we would get is like, uh, like any kind of con, like you know, like a, like a TV show, like the you know the Star Wars celebration, which was in Orlando yeah. for a while. Then they moved to oh, Denver. you mean like one of the big ones, like Star Wars con or, um, the big <clears throat> Trek con. Yeah, like a Trek con or even just like a small con, you know, like, you know, like like a, I would love to have a con of like seventies and eighties TV shows. I think that would be cool, or, um. You know, you have all you hear all these kind of fan cons for all these TV shows or movies or whatever, and mm-hmm. Indianapolis never seems to get one. Well, probably the places they go just have the better facilities. I mean, I know Indy is big, like has one of the better convention centers, but as far as getting people there, yeah, it's it's the middle of nowhere. Like the fans, right. like. It's Indiana. Why why go to Indianapolis when you go to Vegas? Well, Chicago's probably got them too, more than we do, I'm sure. Other than C2E2, which I'd still like to go to C2E2 sometime. I've heard such mixed things about C2E2. That's kind of lame. That it's kind of, you know, pricey and over, you know, over exaggerated. So, like, it's the greatest thing. It probably is. Well, everything's Chicago. Everything's a little pricier in, in Chicago. Sure. But you get the bigger name celebrities there too. Yeah, but then you get the smaller celebs too, you know, like uh, like we have we have you know we haven't seen that doesn't make sense. Nobody from Cobra Kai has come to our cons. Yeah, they have. No, they haven't. Yeah, they have. We've had people from Cobra Kai at one at, at some no. of the comic cons back when it for back back like the first two two seasons of Cobra Kai. We had people. We haven't had them COVID. since. Yeah, we haven't we, had them since. Yeah, we anything anything hot Indianapolis never gets. Star Trek and Star Wars people. I mean, they did the they voice did actors. Get, the the only one I know of that they've gotten recently is no, I mean like a hot show that everybody's talking about. Everybody's talking about. The last time Anime, they had somebody different animes. Everybody, not just a genre. Like the last the the last time they had get somebody that was like really hot and popular was they had David Harbour. Remember? Millie Bobby no. Brown was there that one year. Yeah. We had David Harbour the next. We had, uh, oh, the, the chick that plays Arya and Joffrey from Game of Thrones one year. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, anything that's, like, any show that's, like, super hot now, Indianapolis doesn't get. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Not since David Harbour. I think David Harbour was the last 
it guy. Where, like I what? said, something that everybody watches. <coughs> I'm looking up a comic card. I know everybody watches. I know a lot of people watch anime and stuff, but I mean, something that's going to bring people that don't normally go to comic cons. You know what I mean? Yeah, hold on, I'm looking up in a Comic Con right now. See if they've announced anybody. Like if they if they if they got the kid that played Eddie Munson at at our Comic Con this year, next year, this this coming year, that might bring people who don't normally go to Comic Cons to Comic Con. We had we had the guy we had the boys those the two guys from the boys. We we you know, we had we didn't have like Carl Urban we had. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, we had Giancarlo Esposito, and we had uh, the other guy, uh, Jesse. Jesse T. Usher. Yeah, Jesse Usher. Yeah. But well, I'm talking about just every you know. I'm talking. I about know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. We we don't have like the people from Big Bang Theory when it was hot. We don't have. Right. I don't know what big shows. I don't know what shows hot right now. I don't either. But like I said, if you got a couple people that were front end, like you know, bring Winona Ryder. You know what I mean? We need somebody like that, that caliber. Yeah. That but that f- f- kids watch the show. Kids, a lot of kids aren't watching the boys. You know what I mean? Guys yeah. are probably watching the boys, but I mean, as far as whole families or whatever, they're not watching the boys. They're watching. I mean, unless we get somebody from uh, from the new Game of Thrones, that would be kind of cool. Or even oh. somebody from uh, um, Peacemaker. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Like they had a, a fanboy. They had the guy that played Cad Bane, like the guy, just the one off in the TV show. They had him at the Fanboy Expo. I didn't even think about. I kind of forgot about Cad Bane being in. <laughs> yeah, because he was only in like one episode. Uh huh. So, but I get it. They tried to. Uh, people in Indianapolis. We talked about this before. They're gonna spend two hundred dollars on a, on an autograph. Yeah, I'm sorry, but like the most I'll spend is like fifty. <laughs> I spent 140 on Lee Majors, and but that was the exception. He was the exception to the rule. Remember, I had been talking about wanting to see him since we started going. I started going to cons. Yeah, I mean, there's a few people that I would. I I should have gotten Shatner. I'm gonna be honest. I should have <laughs> went and got Shatner. I should have um, paid the hundred for him. Yeah, but I read that they charged more at the at the show. Like at the show, oh, it was like, like 125. That's yeah, I can I can see that. But um, I don't know. We'll have to see. He's going to be at that thing. I bet you could buy VIP. It's in March. Rathacon at uh, at what you call it? Clues uh, Hall. All right, let's. Okay, let's, I'm starting to fall asleep at my desk. <laughs> I'm getting tired. No, um, I'm good. Anyways, 
Um, you can uh, catch us at Pod Nerds on Twitter, Who's Your Nerds on Facebook. Um, you can watch and listen to us at YouTube at Who's Your Nerds Podcast. I forgot. I totally forgot about uh, Shower Thought, but eh, we'll skip it this time. I was gonna say we have no Shower Thought. I was gonna say that. I don't. I don't have one. I, I don't feel like looking one up. Um. You can listen to us at your favorite podcast networks, such as Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and uh, TuneIn Radio. See, I was too tired to even yeah. like, bother you today. And you'll never know that Chris and Chris are your nerds, because we've never... I think you've never missed a show. I think I've missed one. I think you yeah. guys have done one or two without me. Yeah, I and think then, Mikey's done a short too, yeah. And then you've never missed a show. So it's it's the Who's Your Chris podcast. You'll never know Chris is your nerd. <laughs> Chris with a K, the old man. Yeah, the old man. 